Yes, hello and welcome to In The Back Pocket, proudly brought to you by Sportsbet. I'm Jay Clark. We build up to the first week of finals, a massive September ahead. Some huge games to kick off this final series. I say a big hello and welcome to two men who got it done on the big stage all the time. It's Nathan Brown and Steve Johnson. How are you, fellas? Very good, thanks, Jay. Did good you, to see you, Nathan. Did you lift? Do you like to lift? It's a well-lived-in shirt, that one, isn't it? What do you mean, well-lived-in? <laughs> this looks like it's well-lived-in. Okay, it's, it's a natural look or something like that. Hey, uh, Brandy, I've seen you've had a busy week. You're hosting the tennis. You're dropping yeah. in on various sort of podcasts. I saw Wayne Carey uh, put this photo up uh, throughout the week. Of course, you were a guest on the Truth Hurst podcast. Yep. Now, Stevie J, is that a natural-looking pose? He's standing in a natural <laughs> position there because... He looks I, like he's on a bit of a lean, doesn't he? And he sort of shoulders are puffed at back. He, he's flared his arms well, out. near the Duck, who's a big man. It reminds me of this, Brownie. Have a look. <laughs> it's a power stance from 2017, if I've ever seen one. No, I'll give you that one. That's good. Very, very yeah, similar. Fair enough. Um, of course, it is September. Uh, Stevie J, you did your best work uh, in finals. What was it yes, like? Yes, he agreed. Uh, you, what was it like? Before a final, before a massive game. Have you got any memories of um, some massive uh, games? Were there nerves? Were you nervous? More a uh, bit of nervous anticipation more than anything. Yep. I think um, you really look forward to, to, to the finals. You play footy to play in finals. Um, when you first get to play in the AFL, you want to play games, but then you realise how important it is mm-hmm. uh, to try and get there and win a premiership. And um, I was fortunate enough to do that a few times. What happened uh, before the 2007 qualifying final? Well, before uh, this uh, first final against North Melbourne, uh, North Melbourne actually ran past us. Mm-hmm. And Cam Mooney What's stepped aside, and I think he tried to take out one of the North Melbourne players. He's an ex Ex teammate of his. Oh, next thing it's on. I'm right in the middle of it. I'm standing next to Moons. Geez, you got out of there pretty quick, didn't mm. you? I didn't know. I mean, look, I just gave uh, Daniel Pratt a quick little jab, and then I thought, well, it is finals time. I don't want to miss the prelim <laughs> following me. Anyway, it switched us on. We ended up winning that game by. A bit over 100 points. 100 points. You absolutely uh, demolished him in that game. Righto, it's time for Are You Sure? Right, Brandy, we're going to start with you. A lot of intrigue about the Melbourne forward setup at the moment. Are you sure Tom McDonald is the man to fill the forward breach at Melbourne? I am. You might remember when they won their premiership that Tom McDonald was out of the side and they couldn't find the makeup that they wanted. Him and Ben Brown came in. I think he can do the same job. Been playing good football at the lower grades. So with him, Bailey Fritchback, Van Royen, I think that is the mix and I think Tom McDonald can get the job done. He's got the running power, that's for sure. Righto, Stevie J, are you sure the pre-finals buy should stay? Uh, I actually like the thought of a play-in weekend where the teams outside of the eight play off to get a spot in the top eight to play in the final. So I'm not sure how it looks, but I I don't like no footy Mm -hmm. on a weekend when everyone's getting excited about the finals. What about you, Brea? Nathan Brown, uh, are you sure North Melbourne will regret coughing up the number one pick, a big win at the weekend of the Gold Coast? Not at all. I think winning form is good form going into the preseason. I think they'll get Harley Reid anyway. I think West Coast is going to take Curtin, the local boy, and mm. not risk Harley Reid wanting to come home in a couple of years. I think North Melbourne get their man. Big call. I like it. Hey, Stevie J, are you sure Charlie Curno can now have the biggest impact of any player in September? Is he going to be Mr. September? Well, if Carlton had to go anywhere and do any damage, he needs to play well. Yep. Um, I think... The majority of the footy is going to go through him in that front half. Um, He's proven that he wants to stand up on the big stage, um, and I think he can. But um, 
There's question marks over how far Carlton can go, I reckon. We're going to speak more All-Australian in a second, but interesting in the ruck, Nathan Brown. Are you sure Rowan Marshall had a better year than Tim English? Oh, very even. I think Tim, uh, Tim English had the best of the first half. Rowan Marshall came home, and if you're looking at that, one side made finals, one side didn't, mm. I'd probably give it to Marshall. Very good. Hey, uh, Stevie J, are you sure the Western Bulldogs is an unhappy football club? Well, there is a few murmurs going around that some players are a little bit unsettled. We hear that some players are thinking about leaving and there's been pressure uh, on Luke Beveridge um, and some assistant coaches may be moved on. So it's not the most stable place right at the moment, um, but they need to uh, address some issues over the off-season and make sure they come out because they've got a, a handy list. I think it's an overrated list right at the moment. I don't think they were a team that could be competing um, deep into this, this final series, had some results gone their way, but um, they can build from here and still have uh, some success going forward. Definitely some tension in the camel. I am sure about that. Hey, Brownie, are you sure the Saints should be favourites against GWS at the MCG? No, I think the Giants should be favourites. They're anywhere, anytime side at the moment. And I think the Giants deserve with their, I think they're the most informed team going. Yeah, they dropped two weeks ago. But outside that, they've been flawless the last 10 weeks. Question mark over Sam Taylor for that one. Now, Stevie J, last one. Are you sure? Brody Grundy will be at the MCG to watch Melbourne and Collingwood on Thursday night. I think he will be. I'd be surprised if he wasn't. I know he's a sensitive soul, but... Um... <laughs> What's he going to do if he's not? Surely he goes. Do you think it'd be awkward for him to watch that? It's a, life is, life is awkward at some times, isn't mm. it? You sit there and you watch a team that you're involved with. Well, the cameras are going to follow his every oh, move for that big one. deal. Okay, oh, I like it. Uh, I think it'll be at a new club next year. Hey, you were speaking of that massive game, Collingwood versus Melbourne. Going to be a packed house at the MCG on Thursday night. Gee, real flip of the coin this game, Stevie J. Who do you think wins? What's going to be the deciding factor? Well, it's hard to pick. I, I think right with uh, Collingwood's form right at the moment, Melbourne's um, in some pretty good form. Collingwood's best is, is the best, I think, so far this season, but they haven't uh, brought that to the table. So I think it's going to come down to the star players from either side. I think whether Jordan Dugowie can stand up for his team or whether it's Max Gorn or Petraka for Melbourne. The stars who stand up for either team will be the ones that get the job done, I think, Nath. So you look at the ruck battle. So Darcy Cameron, I don't think he's been in good form all season so the, the, the makeup of the team is going to be important do they play Mason Cox but you've got Max Gorn so if he controls the middle Melbourne get a big advantage straight away and the other two players is May and Lever if May and Lever could control that back end Collingwood they need perfect footy. They need perfect ball going inside forward 50 because they're a small forward line. Brody well, Mychek is the biggest one. Do you think they need perfect ball? Or they, maybe they well, need chaos they need ball. They need to make sure that the ball is not intercepted. As long as they get the ball in their front half and enough you, times, I think they can score as long as they don't allow May and Lever to intercept. So, and, so and that's the dirty crux ball. of the game, isn't it? Yeah. May and Lever. That's if right. they can go around May and Lever, but it's easier said than done. They couldn't do it last time. May and Lever got the job done. And in the late part of the season, Collingwood have had to rely on nice ball going in because they haven't had that run and flow off half back like they had for the first probably 18 weeks. Team defence, a lot better for Collingwood. Does it count that they kept Dursen into three goals? How much do you take out of that? Well, Essendon were clearly Which nowhere near their best yeah. uh, in the last few weeks of the season. I think Collingwood... 
um, have addressed some issues and they understand that when they're at their best, they bring the pressure every single week mm -hmm. and then they come off the back of that. They are able to generate their attack off the back of their pressure and turning the ball over in dangerous areas of the ground. Melbourne More. win against Sydney was big. Mm. More Murphy back for Collingwood to bolster that back half. McCreary, yep. I think, back from suspension. It, there's a lot of competition for spots. It's going to be a strong 22 for Craig McRae and Collingwood. Right, coming up next, the coach of the year, the Ovens of Murray League, Steve Johnson. <laughs> He's been working his magic up there. We're going to take a nice look with some behind-the-scenes action on Stevie J. That's coming up next on In the Back Pocket. Today, round 17, we've got the Wangaratta Rovers who beat us last time on their home deck. So we're looking forward to the response today against them. We're in good form, no excuses for us, we're pretty confident. As you know, with how much I've built it up, how important this is. So I want to make a massive statement in the first five or ten minutes. All right, I want to see massive tackles. Today, we're making it a scrap in the first quarter. Empty <laughs> out, Case. Go, go, go! If they can't get through us, they can't score. The highlight of that quarter there was our pressure. But we can't drop away, we can't drop the pressure just because we've got a nice handy lead and think, oh well, let's just, let's just pile on the goals. Nah, we, we said we're going to win dirty. Logue, great contest there. Still, tell Case to get out of the goal square. Tell him 25 metres out. Compose, compose. Don't worry about him there. We're not resting on our laurels now after two quarters of footy. We want to drive this win home, all right? I want to win this by 100. I want to crush this club. They come off the ground here today going, I never want to go back to that ground again. I've said it all year. We need to be a really ruthless footy team. The best games of footy are one doing the hard work. We want to ram home this win. Be ready, 4G. Be ready. Go, go, go. Wolfpack, get you. Well, boys, I know you wanted to come down here and see me go off my head and punch the walls, but when you win by 80 and the coach just does his job the way he did, not much to be too worried about. So catch us later. <laughs> Very good, Stevie. We love your work. I heard a lot of eyes. Yeah, a lot, lot of eyes. Wheeze. See a lot of beeping in that. Mm -hmm. A lot of swearing. Yeah. And mm -hmm. only two goals in the last quarter. You're worried about how you run games out. Uh, it wasn't ruthless enough. So at least, you know, you win by 80 points, but you've still got a little bit to work with. Uh, through the week. Have you Hold started on. your contract talks on next season? Because I feel like your price is rising at the Yarrawonga, Stevie. Well, we're giving him plenty of attention, aren't we? I mean, 
radio with the TV paper, now. The old paper bags up there. No, <laughs> no, no I do it for the love. Under the wheel. Oh, yeah. I do it for the love. Are you sure Stevie J's doing that for free? I don't think so. Hey, uh, guys, Massey going Carlton versus Sydney. The Blues' first final in a decade. They come up against the Swans. Um, didn't get the chocolates, Brownie, against GWS last week. Are you any concerns about Carlton? How do you feel like this game's going to play it out? It was an ordinary effort last week, but they had Paddy Cripps out, and I, I just feel like they exhaled because they had made the finals, yeah. and it was like, well, we're there, and nothing can change that right now. So it would be concerning. You want good form leading in, but I say this is a 50-50 game. Carl- yeah. Carlton are favourites, but Sydney have played some great football towards the end of the year. They were up against Melbourne for a long part of that game last week, and I think Melbourne are just about the best side in it with Brisbane at the moment. So this is a 50-50 game for me. This is the yeah. hardest one for me to pick. You like this one, so... Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I think it's a 50-50 game. Uh, the, the, the worry for me with Sydney is their back half. Mm. Okay, so I think both midfields, uh, they compare pretty evenly, but I think Charlie Kerno, who's going to play on him? Is it Tom McCartan? And I think Tom McCartan really needs to stand up for Sydney yeah. if they're able to go a little bit deeper into September. The problem for the Blues is handling Haywood. Heaney and also Papley. So those three, they could be the winners for Sydney because I don't see Carlton having the players to go with all three of them. Mm-hmm. So one of them might get out of the loop if they get enough ball inside forward 50. Stevie J, Swan's Achilles heel has been on ball at times or hasn't over the past few years. Surely Carlton's got a big advantage in the middle of the ground. Well, I think, um, no, Sydney's got a pretty handy midfield and I think those type of players like Warner and, and Parker can really stand up and we know that Goulden's having a fantastic year. So... I mean, they don't want to be relying on Goulden to have another 40 possessions and mm. kick two goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the responsibility does land on the captain in Luke Parker to have a massive final series, along with Chad Warner step up just a little Road bit. I think he, he can go to another level. Rowbottom's underrated too. Well, He's a good player in there. Lastly, this, Bernie, how far can Carlton go? Can they dare to dream? Could they, have they got the quality to go all the way? Well, I think if they do beat Sydney, and it's a 50-50 game, yeah. I think Melbourne beat Collingwood. Next week, we're going to see, or the week after, we're going to see a Collingwood-Carlton final, which would be massive. One of the biggest finals in years, that is for sure. Hey, St Kilda, GWS. I'm surprised that St Kilda are outsiders at the uh, MCG. I would think that Ross Lyon would be licking his lips in this one, Stevie J. Why aren't the Saints' favourite for this? Uh, I'm surprised they're not uh, the favourites going in at at home. I think Ross Lyon will have... They would beat Marvel. Yeah, Ross Lyon will have something up his sleeve. Mm. I'm sure that uh, he'll be able to sort of quell the Giants' ball movement. They've been attacking off turnover really well, whereas I think Ross, um, he's he's got a really strong defensive mindset. He always has, and he'll have a trick up his sleeve. So I'm surprised that they are the the underdogs. Cut the head off the GWS snake. Who you got to take out of this game, Browning? In the middle of the ground, it'd be Josh Kelly for me. Mm-hmm. Um, he kept the six disposals against Hawthorne by McGuinness. Uh, Tom Green's going to do what Tom Green does. I mean, he's going to get mid-30s. Uh, obviously, Toby Green is the one they need to stop. Can they stop him? Do they send Wilkie to him? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. They've still got Riccardi and Jesse Hogan who can mark the football. So almost they can't send Wilkie to him. But Josh Kelly in the middle, he's yeah. the man to stop. I'll tell you a, a matchup that I'm really looking forward to keeping an eye on mm. is the Giants like to send Brent Daniels up into the stoppage as, as an extra midfielder, and he does some damage up there. Mm-hmm. But what that will do for St Kilda is release Jack Sinclair, yeah. who's having uh, one of the best seasons in the competition. So um, to watch that matchup and say who has the bigger influence on the game could decide the outcome. Well, Ross Lyon calls. Um, 
Jack Sinclair the magic potion. And I'm, when he does sit off the back of that stoppage, um, he, he, he surely has the bigger advantage. He has the bigger edge in that front. He's a better well, player. Well, I think so. Me? But yeah. I think that the way the Giants have been going, they've actually been backing in their system. And Daniels is having a terrific back half of the season. Like They, they think that that's generating um, some quality clearance work for them and getting the ball in their front half. So that, they'll, they'll go with that. They'll stick with what's been working. But on the opposite side of the equation, they've got Jack Sinclair sitting off the back who's cutting teams to pieces and no one's been going near him for a number of weeks now. Daniels was great against the Blues last week and he set up more than their halfbacks coming back the other way. I like winning form, I like good form and I think the Giants are in form. And at the MCG, it's a harder ground to defend than mm. what St Kilda have been doing at Marvel. It's a wider ground. So I think they're going to get the width they need, the Giants, to move the ball and run and carry the football into their forward half. And I'm going with the Giants. Question mark over Sam Taylor his fitness. They need him. Who are you tipping, Stevie? I think the Saints only just. I'm with you. Right, coming up next it is uh, Pull Your Head In and Pump Up. That's coming up next on In The Back Pocket. Welcome back to In The Back Pocket, proudly brought to you by Sportsbet All-Australian team. Always a big talking point. Uh, well, we've got five All-Australian jumpers between the three of us, it's fair to say. What uh, raised your eyebrow about the team this year, Browning? It's a tough team to pick, and they did a great job. There's so many players, they all deserve to make it. But the squad, I don't understand why there's a squad of 44. Just mm. pick the team and be done with it, yeah. 22 players. So if I looked at that team, I was going to make any changes. I'd have Libba in, yes. and I'd take Merritt out. I I'd move Nick Dacos back to halfback, replay. 80% of his games. Yep. Dan Houston from halfback comes to the bench, but I don't understand the score. Poor Tim Tarano mm. probably deserves to be in the top 22, mm. but he thinks he's a 23rd player. All of a sudden, he's not even in the top 44. If I'm watching a different game of footy, if he's not in the top 44 players this year. What did you yeah, like? I would have liked to have seen Harris Andrews in there. I think he's had a terrific year. Instead of who? Uh, I would have had him over Darcy Moore. I reckon Darcy yeah. Moore's considered too many goals this year, but I love the fact that Toby Green was named captain. Yeah. And I know I come out on a limb early on in the year. And Very said, early in the year. I think he should be the All-Australian captain, and he yeah. continued to put up great form. I don't think any player in the competition has a big influence on his team winning games of football than Toby Green and the way he's developed off field yep. to become a great leader um, has been unbelievable. Well said. You backed him in early. Well done, uh, Stevie J. Hey, Brisbane versus Port Adelaide. This is a massive game on Saturday night up there at the Gabba. Brownie, the Lions are much stronger side up there on their home deck. Do you give Port Adelaide any chance? This is the game I'm most confident about, the Brisbane Lions. So they're so good they haven't lost a game up there this year. Port Adelaide's form going into this final series isn't the Port Adelaide that was when they were winning 13 games in a row. So they struggled to get over the top of Richmond in that last round. Eventually they won by five goals and did the job. But that was an undermanned Richmond. Now they're going up to Brisbane who uh, the pressure is on Brisbane though they, they've got big pressure on them to make sure they win these two finals and, and get into the MCG at the grand final at the end of September but this one for me it's the easiest one to pick Port Adelaide might make a fool of me and come out and win and play some great footy but Brisbane for me who do you think has a bigger impact the two talls Dano Hipwood or Charlie Cameron in this one, Stevie J? Is it going to be the talls or the smalls? Uh, well, I think Port Adelaide are a little bit light on uh, with their key defenders, and Aaliyah Aaliyah can be led up on. So those those Danahers and Hipwoods like to lead up at the footy, so they could become very dangerous. Um, I think this is going to be the game of the round. Like I'm yeah. really looking forward to watching this game because I think it'll be high-quality, fast-paced footy, both teams trying to score, um, and it could go either way. I'm not as confident on Brisbane as what you are, 
uh, Nath. I think it's going to be a terrific game of footy. The question mark over Brisbane will be, can they continue to be a selfless footy club when, when the pressure really comes? Because that's where I reckon they've felt fell down in previous seasons when they've got to finals. They've mm-hmm. gone away from being a selfless footy team. But I think now the penny has dropped, so they should be hard to beat. But I love what Port Adelaide are doing, and I'd love to see them win. Nah, nice point there, Stevie. Goal-kicking accuracy going to be very important in this one. Chris Fagan frustrated. They haven't been as straight in front of the sticks in some big finals in the past, so that will be important. Right, Brownie, this is your time to shine. It is time for Pull Your Head In. Okay, I'm first up and I'm going over to Hollywood. So Haley Baldwin over in Hollywood has launched her new uh, beauty line called Rhodes Beauty. Now, I'm going to show you what she wore to her big launch and what her boyfriend, Justin Bieber, wore. Now, you'd have to admit that she looks lovely. And what is he wearing? He is wearing Crocs with socks. He's got his hoodie half undone. He's got a pink hat on. He thinks he looks cool. He looks more like a tool to me. Dress up for your girlfriend's launch. I think when you're Justin Bieber, you can no, wear, you can't. You can wear whatever no, you, you want. Brandy it's ridiculous. People uh, love it. Uh, you go, Stevie. I didn't even notice what he was wearing, but uh, my uh, <laughs> pull your head in is for a man, a very close mate of mine, yes. Billy Brownless. Uh, He's turned up to Mad Monday. Yeah. So Billy Brownless finished playing footy back in about 1998. Not about you, Bill. Mm. It's not about you, Bill. Mm. Pull your head in, stop going to the Mad Mondays and trying to join in the festivities. He's inserted himself nicely there, Billy, who we love. Hey, my pull your head in is to Nat Fife. Riddle me this. So he wants to go back into the Fremantle midfield, boys. So he played for, didn't quite work out, injuries. Now he wants to go back into the bashing crash of the, uh, of the midfield in the engine room and thinks that's going to work out for him. Surely at this stage of his career, 32, 33, Three is going to have an imp- he should be having an impact forward where Fremantle need someone most. Yeah. Am I reading this right or no, not? No, you're reading it right. I what, think. What do you think, Stevie? Tell him to pull his head in. Where should, well, they, they the most disappointing side for mine, Fremantle, Stevie J this year. I think they've got some young midfielders coming in. He doesn't need to sort of prove anything in there. He needs to go forward and kick some right. goals. You've got right. your yin, you need mm-hmm. your yang. So that's the negative. Yeah, now we need the positive. It's time for pump up. A couple of my favourite things were put together during the week. So I love EPL, I love Tottenham, but also I love Ange Postacoglu mm. and I love Robbie Williams as well. And it all came together. <laughs> and through it all, we'll play the way we want to with Big Ange Postacoglu. <laughs> well, I'm right on Big Ange Postacoglu there. I'm loving Big Ange I haven't lost the game yet this year, Tottenham. Yeah, it's going very well. Nath, my pump up this week is for the key forwards of the competition. So if we have a quick look at this graphic, mm-hmm. three players kick 70 plus goals. I love the fact that the key forwards are back kicking goals. If you kick 70 plus goals in the previous six seasons, you would have won the Coleman medal. Ooh, so great stuff. Great effort from Nick Larkin, a struggling side. My pump up is Western coach Brad Scott. I think you'll find some of the Bombers sort of postseason plans have changed on the back of the very stern message 
Brad Scott said they were putrid over the last fortnight, the Bombers. He wants them in tip-top shape when they get back for the first day no of season. I think they're Go changed. Local. I think there's no grease. Up to a chuka, maybe. No Ibiza. I think Ballerine <laughs> Peninsula is far enough because the Bombers have got to get fit finally. They haven't won a final in 20 years. They need to uh, finally find some form next year. Speaking of who's in form, $100 play, Brownie. How'd you go last week? A good couple of weeks. Uh, I've beaten Stevie. I've broken the back of Stevie. So this is it for <laughs> yeah. over a thousand bucks. Some yes. good winners. Thank you to Carl Amon and Bailey. He's got to have been very good to me this year. And Tim Kelly. But to round out the final. So I can't use those guys in the finals. I back them every week. But this is what I've come up with for the finals. $100 play. Zach Fisher. You've got Chad Warner, Charlie Cameron, Tom Green, brilliant, and Jack Sinclair. Yes, uh, I've gone with three head-to-heads here. So I've gone with Collingwood, Sydney and St Kilda. All be great matches, but that's paying very close to $10. So you're confident Collingwood versus Melbourne? I'm not confident. Well, he's backing really. them, so yeah. they're not backing them. Suggest that he's confident. Yeah. He's I'm backing 51%. <laughs> Only 51. That's good for the pies. Hey, here's mine. Um, I like Carlton. I like St Kilda to cause the upset against GWS. And Brisbane, I think, are good things up there um, at the Gabba at uh, at against Port Adelaide. Please excuse me. Nathan Brown, you've been fantastic once Can't again. Can't wait for the finals. Can't yep. wait for it. And uh, Stevie, you've been brilliant too. But Thank I think you, just to go out, I yep. think you should just do a bit of a Robbie Williams, Ange Postacoglu before we head to the break. I think, given your footy show experience, if anyone's singing, I think it's yeah, got to be you, right, Brownie. Thanks so much for joining us on In the Back Pocket, proudly brought to you by Sports. But enjoy the footy. We shall see you next week. Bye for now. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.